Have you noticed or experienced the isolation, anxiety, and disconnect of today's neighborhoods? I think it's time to reevaluate our communities and bring back connection and purpose. I've spent too many years of my own life confused and uncertain where I belong and what I could offer the world. I see the same loneliness and indifference in my profession as a real estate agent and with nearly everyone I meet. I have great hope for the human race to rethink our purpose and truly find communities where we can live authentically and in a world of kindness. Come with me to create the socially modern neighbor. Well, it's fall here finally in uh, the Phoenix area. We are seeing some cooler weather. It feels wonderful. Um, Being that this is only my second fall in the area, I'm getting used to when does fall come in the Northwest, the Portland, uh, Seattle area where I'm primarily from. The, you know, September almost always you see the leaves change and it gets cooler. Um, Fall hits September pretty quickly and you know it. And so, um, being in Arizona, it's a little different, at least in this part of the state. Um, last year, in fact, it was hot October and even November, we were still in the nineties. I think there might've been like some hundred degree days in there. And I was like, what, this is not what I came for. I love the sunshine, but I do need a little bit of break from that hundred degree weather. And, um, thankfully this year's been different. We've, um, seen pretty good fall And today, especially I'm looking outside my window and it's a little stormy, um, some big wind gusts. Um, Of course, the sunshine's still out, but um, it feels nice to be in fall. And I know that also um, the Portland area where my co-host Paul resides, um, it's, it's been a hot fall. So they've been looking forward to some rain and some cooler weather. They've had, of course, their summer fires in the area. And so it, they've been praying for that rain to come and some cooler temperatures. And I believe that's happened. So, um, here we are fall, which makes me think of the topic we're going to discuss today, which is going to be around the holidays. The holidays are here, they're coming up. Um, and we want to just talk about what does that look like if you're feeling lonely? If you're not with family, maybe you're new to an area and, um, you know, there's Thanksgiving, there's Christmas, there's New Year's. It's like our heavy holiday seasons. And what can we do about it if you are lonely? And then also what could you do about it if you're not lonely, but maybe helping us pay attention to people around us that could be, um, that was something, honestly, I, sometimes would get very irritated with, if I could just say it that way. Um, I, I've never lived around family. I don't have a large family of two brothers. Um, and my husband only has a brother and then some extended close family and they all live in the Seattle area. My brothers live in, uh, the Boise, Idaho area. And, um, except for my mom, who has lived really close to me the last uh, 12 years, I believe I in college and our early married years, we didn't have family near us. And of course, some holidays we would have our parents come to town and that kind of thing, or we would travel, but there was a lot of holidays that I didn't want to have to 
necessarily go to my parents' home for the holidays or to my husband's parents' home. I wanted to stay in our home, um, but I didn't want to be alone. And I don't know if you can relate to that, but um, sometimes the holidays just kind of bring up upon like an extra layer of loneliness for those who, um, especially if you've moved to a new area or you don't have community, you don't feel like you really know where you belong. Right. And, um, so we lived in these, these places, we lived in Vancouver, Washington for a majority of our marriage. And then we lived in the, in actual Portland, um, for the last five years of our marriage before moving here to Arizona. And in those years, that we supposedly had community and things. It was discouraging a lot to be upon the holidays and feel like we had nowhere to go and no one to be with. And of course we have each other and we did many Christmas mornings together and that kind of thing. So it was fine. But let me just encourage you that if you are somebody who maybe you have family, maybe you don't you know, you have a routine, you have your traditions. Would you start to consider maybe people that are at your workplace or your neighbors or the people at your kids' schools or the people that you go to the gym with, wherever you're at? Um, and then you're getting to know somebody, maybe not real well, or, you know, just know the name or had a few conversations, or maybe you do know them pretty well, but you forget that maybe they're going to be alone for a major holiday. Would you consider inviting them to your home or inviting them to go to your family's home? Let's say you have a family member that has a large home and, and you know that you could probably just ask that family member, Hey, can I invite this person? to come over for Thanksgiving dinner or or just over for dessert. We've done that a couple of times where we don't want the whole meal. Maybe we can't, you know, there's different reasons. You don't can't afford it or you just need it more laid back than providing a whole meal for somebody, but you do want to visit and you do want to invite. And so maybe you just make it about dessert. Dessert is super easy to invite people over. And so several times I've made it about Hey, can you, do you want to just come over for dessert? We're, we're having dessert at 7 PM. Come on over. We'll hang out and have dessert together and play games or, you know, whatever your evening would look like. But let me just encourage you to, to think of people beyond your own home, this holiday season, beyond your own family. And do you have room at your table for them? Could you invite them over? Could you include them? Because there's plenty of people that don't have anywhere to go. And let's be, let's extend our family. Let's be more generous with what we have and our time and our families. And, um, it's a great builder of community. When people come into your home or they go to a family event with you, um, or a holiday dinner, it, it builds connection and just be brave to do that. Be aware that there's people like that Um, also if you're lonely, right, if you are the one that doesn't have anybody, you're a college student, or you just got divorced, you've moved neighborhoods or cities, um, you, you know, whatever the reason is that you wouldn't have anywhere to go on a holiday. Also, I would encourage you to be brave, be brave to maybe just talk to someone that, you know, that you work with again, like who do you know? And maybe you know that person 
um, to an extent that you're like, I'd be comfortable hanging out with him for a few hours on a holiday and just ask, like be brave or ask in a way that like leaves it as conversation. So maybe not a direct, like, can I come with you on your Thanksgiving dinner? You know, maybe not so direct, but start a conversation around it. Do you have plans for the, for Thanksgiving? What does your family do for Christmas? Um, start those kinds of conversations. And if a person's like, oh, honestly, we don't do much or, um, yeah, we just go to my mom's or, you know, if it sounds really simple and, and really laid back and maybe just be brave to say, you know, I have nowhere to go this year. And I would really like to be with somebody I know. Could I possibly come with, with you and join you and your family? And you can even say, I I don't intend to be there that long. I just want to, you know, be with some people for the day and, um, and enjoy that. So, and enjoy those times together. So be brave, I guess, is the one thing. Be uh, a person aware of the, of your surroundings, who's with you, what can you do um, to include people. I have great memories of, well, one, I was raised in a home where my parents invited people to meals and we didn't really, we weren't exclusive to who would come to, to holidays or whatever. I remember my dad or my mom, you know, just mentioning it to a new couple, a new married couple, or one of my girlfriends or whatever, or, and their family. And just saying something like, would you like to come over for dinner? You know? Um, so I was raised around that, but I also in 1997, I graduated from high school. I lived in the Seattle area and I moved down to Portland to start college. And the first you know, couple, actually, I, I don't remember all the years that I was alone down there, but until I was married, really, um, if I didn't go home for the holidays, I was without community, without people, uh, except I do remember some friends of mine, Jason and Tara hood, they'd become friends. They were, um, starting a church in the area and they wouldn't, they would invite me. They would include me with their family things. And they had three kids at the time, three small kids. Um, they would just, you know, say, hey, you want to come over? You don't have anywhere to be. And those kinds of things teach you, teach you to be aware of others as well, teach you that it's okay. Um, and I I just want to encourage our listeners today that the holidays don't have to be so lonely they can, and they can build community with each other. They can build family. We can find ways in this time of year to extend who we are, what our family's about. Don't be embarrassed about your family stuff. You know, everybody has it. Everybody has weird families. (laughs) Everybody has, um, like crazy families, you know, like we're all, we're all from a family of some kind. Um, I know that can sometimes be a, a block, right? Like, I don't want that person to come over and see like my kids at their worst, or I don't want to expose that my husband and I sometimes don't get along. Like we, we hate to have people in our space because it reveals like the true us, but that's what we're trying to get at in our podcast here and talking about this and not just talking about it, but actually being real about it saying, could we actually do this? And it's going to take authentic living. It's going to take, true living and, and not, and being brave to be embarrassed, being brave 
to expose the real you and your real family and real issues. And then those who are reciprocating that to be gracious and to be okay that none of us are perfect and none of us, um, you know, do everything right all the time and whatever. We just need to take off all of the, oh, what's, I don't know the right word, like the heavy expectations that we need to perform for each other and then just become family, just become warm, welcoming community of people that decides, I think it's better to live an authentic, real community and to share my life with people than it is to have perfect conditions and no one ever sees this part of my life. Um, I was thinking too, that again, I just want to touch on this, that if you're scared to either be the person and doing the invitation or the person maybe even trying to get in the invitation, um, I don't know how else to say that, sorry, that I just want to, I think it works really well to put parameters, put boundaries around that time. So let's say you're giving out the invitation to someone, again, mention dessert or drinks or appetizer time, or maybe it's after Thanksgiving meal, we go to a movie and play football at the local park. Would you like to join us for that? Like be creative and put boundaries around the time because, you know, a person, especially if you don't know them well, doesn't need to be there all day. Unless you, unless you want that, right? Unless that's in your heart to do, then by all means. like. But I'm just trying to help us do simple things, simple steps that create this warmth, create this invitation to do life together. And sometimes that's just in small ways. And what capacity can you do? What can you invite someone to? Think about your day. Think about what you, your traditions are and can you include someone in those traditions um, and, and vice versa. If you're being the person being asked to come over, can I just kind of like help you out here? Don't stay all day unless it, unless it feels like they're really fully fine with that. And all day there's activities and there's meal after meal. Like if they if you'll know, you'll know the situation, right? Like if the day feels as though you are totally welcome to be there, then by all means stay, you know, like whatever, but just be sensitive to that. Be aware that that could be that person's first time ever inviting a stranger to their holiday meal or their holiday event. That could be the first time they've ever invited anybody outside of a close family member or a close friend into their space. And we want to be helpful to each other. We're trying to help each other, all of us, to get better at this, to learn, to grow, to have boundaries, but to open ourselves to the idea of building community. And so I just want to encourage everybody this holiday season, you don't have to be alone. In fact, I would please don't be alone find some way to be with somebody else that you could enjoy part of your day and um, to the whatever degree that you want to do that. But I just encourage everybody this holiday season to find ways to do that and to share 
memories, share important things because it does leave, leave lasting impressions. It will build these muscles. It does create something for the future for that person. Again, talking about my college years, being invited over to my friends, um, different. I remember going to my best friend's home, probably around the same time period, her parents inviting me in. They all had family in um, the Portland area and they, they got together every Thanksgiving or whatever. Um, I wasn't going to go home for Thanksgiving. And so her family invited me over and I was included in with their family. And that felt really good because I had nowhere else to be. I was young. I didn't, I didn't have family. I wasn't going to go home. I really don't know what I would have done for the day. And I, I, I really don't know that their family did that very often. Um, but it started things in me in this time period in my life where I saw that, that that's important. And since then, um, you know, I've gotten better at it and more aware. We've had plenty of holidays with people we haven't known or haven't known well. We've, we've invited them over because we heard they were alone. Maybe they're new. Um, we, we, we try to practice this as often as we can. Uh, last Easter, just briefly last Easter, we um, were here. We had not even been here a year or maybe it was right at our year anniversary of living in a new place. And it was Easter time. And I put out, I bravely put out on social media, on a Facebook um, group that I'm a part of here in my neighborhood. And it blasts like two cities um, in our area. And I went onto the Facebook group and just put out there something like, we're pretty new to the area. We're still trying to make friends and we would love to have people in our home for Easter. We don't have any family here. So if you are going to be alone also, and maybe you don't want to go into a church or do the typical Easter thing and have nowhere to be and have no one to be with, we would love to welcome in our home. And we had a huge, um, I had a great, uh, reception to that. Lots of people commented, people couldn't believe it, you know, all those things. And I wasn't doing it for accolades. Like I just did it because we honestly were like, we want to do this thing. We want to build community. We want to know our neighbors. We want to actually make friends. We want strong connections. We want authenticity with, with each other. All these things were real things. And so I didn't do it for the attention. I did it because of that's my motivation. I believe only, uh, if I remember right, only two fam, two, maybe three families came. Um, I believe just, I oh mean, I'm forgetting now, but they were not one. I know this is our first time meeting. And then the other family that came was somebody that we had just kind of gotten to know. And I believe it was the first time we met her husband and children. So we were just getting started in the relationship with this family, their neighbors. Um, she did my daughter's 16th birthday uh, photographs. And so we kind of started to build a, a, a relationship, her and I. And so Easter was the first time I got to meet her husband and their kids. Um, and then this other family who we'd never met, they responded to that Facebook post. So over the years, I've gotten better at it and stronger and more confident and not scared of 
of inviting somebody I don't know. So this year, I encourage you to do the same. Start somewhere. Start with someone. Be aware. It might just be one of the best things you do for yourself and your children. Thank you for being with us today. Without all of us participating in our communities and neighborhoods, we can't possibly reach the depths of our purpose in being human. We invite you to participate in our extended community outside of listening and join on Zoom calls with us every Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. To get further information and our link, you can email the socially modern neighbor at gmail.com. All social media handles and additional websites can be found in the podcast description. Please also leave any helpful reviews and share with your friends and family as we grow together to become the socially modern neighbor.